The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Shanine. And we sure are glad to have you with us tonight. We've got a good show ahead. Uh, it's going to be some interesting things. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight we're talking about fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue and all that. But first, we do In, in the, the news. news. Right. And actually, this week was some pretty good stuff in the news. It was. It was a lot. We had to weed out some of it because we had so yeah. much to choose from. Uh, yeah. And the first thing that we're going to talk about, and we almost didn't want to talk about this week, this this time, because very shortly we got a product that comes out that nails this one right on. Right, and, and it's it, actually we're going to have a whole show. We're going to do a whole show about it, on right? Telomeres, right? But, and first, tell them what a telomere is. Well, a telomere is the like the okay. Think of your shoelaces. At the end of your shoelaces, you got that little cap, okay, and that little plastic thing on the end of your shoelaces that keeps your shoelaces from unraveling. Well, you got the same thing in your genes. It's actually on the end of one of your chromosomes, and that keeps the chromosome from coming unwrapped. Yeah, it's on each of the chromosomes, each, actually. Not each, just, every one not of them, right. Not just on one of the chromosomes. That's all on all of your chromosomes. All 23 of them, right? Yeah. And what it does is keeps them from unraveling. Now, as we age or mature, okay, yeah. as we get more mature. As the cells they, divide. Right. They, they shorten. They shorten, okay. And, but... We've got a product coming out, and like I say, in the next few weeks, we should have it here in, on the shelf, so to speak. But right now, this particular thing came out, and it was published in a, a journal called Genetics. And it was about latent virus and life expectancy. Right. And as telomeres, the big thing about telomeres is as they shorten, you age. And the shorter your telomeres, the shorter the lifespan. Right. And so if you can keep your telomeres longer, you have a longer lifespan. Right. And so they definitely know it affects longevity. Yeah. And on this, it talked about latent viruses, which we talked about last week on our show. Yeah, chronic virus thing, right. And how having a latent virus, even one that is asymptomatic. We talked about last week how all of us tend to have, most of us tend to have some sort of virus. Uh, we, but And yeah. they even show this one specific looked at cytomegalovirus and showed that 70 to 80 percent of the population will actually have been you know infected or actually it's present it's present you're not sick it, from right. it but it's present in you know 70 to 80 percent of the people over 50 mm-hmm. yeah. and what this showed is you don't even have to be symptomatic but they found that people that actually had latent viruses actually had shorter telomeres which actually in turn is shorter lifespan that's the, the yeah right I mean, so that was that's the underlying thing right there shorter lifespan yeah so that was kind of the you know the title was latent virus and life expectancy Mm -hmm. 
And so that was one of the really interesting things, especially we've actually, you know, we've, we've been working on this product and then it's really close to getting here. And it actually is an extract from astragalus, which is works on the immune system. But at the same time, it's been shown to actually lengthen the telomeres. Right. And so it is an anti-aging product or a longevity product. And we will have it within the next couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, we're, we're down to, I mean, the labels have been Printed, oh, uh, yeah, we're, printed in, we're, we're, we're close, but we yeah. were going to have a whole show once it came out on telomeres and what they are. So look, look, look and, in the future in our show, and yeah. we will talk more about telomeres. But that just came out this week, so we yeah. did want to mention that. Well, we'll go into more detail with it uh, next time or in the next few weeks or so. But that was interesting that that came out. Now, something else, and this has kind of come to, come to us through, you know, we, this has kind of happened, I guess. It's been talked about for a long period of time talking about vitamin K. And they've talked about, this particular thing came out of the UK, uh, that's for the folks on the other side of the big pond, um, it's about osteoporosis linked with heart disease in older people. Yeah, they find that if you have osteoporosis, you probably are also going to have heart disease. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in this article, they're like, what is the common link between the two? Well, we know what the common link is. Well, let's put it this way. We've got some pretty good evidence, and there's been some extensive research done in the past about the the link between K2, vitamin K2, and and osteoporosis. Now, not K1, but K2. And vitamin K2 and heart disease. And heart disease, because K2, you know, it gets really interesting. It's really kind of complicated biochemically, I guess. But what happens is the K2 actually can do something called uh, you know, a, a bone morphogenic protein, and it can actually increase that. To It goes in there and can actually sweep out calcium that's, that's clogged up in those uh, plaques and stuff that's in your arteries. So it can actually take calcium from the bone or from the heart and places and put it in the bone. Yeah. And they're showing that these folks that have uh, you know, the, the bone mineral density, in other words, how dense the bones are, was lower among the participants in this study. And they did, uh, you know, people age 70 to 85. I think they could probably drop that down to 50, too, uh, and, and see the same kind of thing. But they showed that these people had lower bone density and coronary heart disease. Right. The, the more bone more loss, bone the more, loss, more heart, disease, heart disease. And so, heart attacks, so on and so forth. They're really showing good. it's linked. So if you have osteoporosis, you also have to look at heart health mm-hmm. um, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Now, they said it was more prominent in women. Well, so is osteoporosis. Right. Period. You know, and heart and, disease. And heart disease is not just for men. Um, no, everybody's always thought that, but women definitely have their share of heart disease as well. But it is, but it is more prominent in uh, We've men, always so thought speak. that K2 was important. And we, you well, know, there's some a, of the science that's been out there for a long time shows how it happens. Well, even like vitamin D, which we're going to be talking about another thing on vitamin oh, D coming yeah. up next. Um, but even with vitamin D, they've shown that K2 actually helps you utilize vitamin D. Right. So you don't want just a bunch of D without the K2. No, you, you have to have enough K2 in there to actually, if you do take a bunch of D by itself, and you don't have the, the complement factors, which are actually vitamin A and vitamin K2, you can actually get in trouble. Uh, oh. it, it can actually cause problems. And, you know, no use doing that. Got enough problems in yeah. life anyhow. So we have a product called ADK2. Right. And it actually gives you your 5,000 D, your 5,000 A, and your... 500 micrograms K2. Which is actually, uh, comparatively, that's a big dose of K2. It is. It's really, we've had really good success with the way it works. We, also. we have seen some, actually, uh, we've seen some really remarkable 
turnarounds in osteoporosis and yeah. bone density with that particular product. Yep. I by itself. Lady, lady, just the other day in, set in her 70s, little bitty woman, so mm-hmm. her size is small, which makes you more prone more to prone, osteoporosis. Yeah. Um, she was taking the ADK2, and she also was taking Ostinol, which is actually a bone morphogenic protein. We were giving her both of those. And she came back with her bone density test, and within a year, she'd actually increased her bone density by 8%. Which is a lot That's for that age group. For that, yeah, they normally lose that much yes. in a year. And usually, even some of the medications just want to keep you from losing more. Right. Well, she had actually increased by eight percent. So it's actually it definitely phenomenal. we've gotten had some really good results with osteoporosis with those products. We sure have. Uh, okay, and and of course the next article we is talk about, about vitamin D. And, and vitamin D, you know, we talk about it almost every week because research is coming out almost every week on vitamin D. I think it comes out daily. And yeah. this one, you know, basically, is it more powerful than we thought is the, you know, headlines. Mm-hmm. And it was actually published in Nutrition Business Journal. Mm-hmm. But it said it may be the key to happiness. and Which it, is different. I mean, never really thought about it for happiness. Right. Well, they were talking about, well, we've talked about it for depression. We have done that. We've done um, that, yeah. We talked about vitamin D and omega-3s actually helping with depression a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. But this is another one that talks about it, you know, might help with, you know, depression and attention deficit disorder and the, the brain's ability to make serotonin. And yeah. they even showed that actually having adequate vitamin D can increase serotonin production by like 30 times. Yeah, you know, that that's pretty phenomenal, really, because they were talking about this connection uh, between D and autism and D and, uh, you know, hyperactivity and all that good stuff. And, you know, it makes sense if if you without the D, and I, I'll have to say that most kids nowadays, because of the Xbox and other things, they're inside. They don't get out and get enough sunshine, for sure, so they don't get enough vitamin D, and moms probably don't get it. We Everyone, almost to the person Unless they've been actually supplementing vitamin D, the people that we test for Mo- vitamin D, almost all of them are low. De- deficient. It's rare Very that deficient. someone's in range and if, if, if they're not they're taking not it. not taking it. Right. right. A lot right. of people are in range because they're taking it regularly. Right. And those people are in range. But most people that are not taking vitamin D, I would say at least 90 to 95% are actually deficient. Uh, yeah, it's probably closer to 95 or more. Right? It sure is. But this study actually you know, showed that it in, the D enhanced the ability of the brain cell to produce serotonin by, like you said, anywhere from double the amount up, up to, 30 to 30 times. times. That's significant. Very it significant. Really and it's something so, like we've talked about before, it's so inexpensive to take. And it's simple. And you always want D3, not, not D2. D2. Remember, so, we had a story about that a long time right. ago. Right. Well, they've actually shown D2 can actually increase plaquing in the brain to where D3 can actually decrease plaquing in the brain. Aha. Uh-huh. And you don't want plaquing in the brain. No, because that can lead to those crazy things like Alzheimer's exactly. and stuff like that. Now, a, a week or so, well, the last week, wasn't it? We talked about Honokaiol, which is from uh, the Magnolia mm-hmm. extract. Okay. Well,. That's been real big in the news again. Uh, this came out of the uh, a place called the Asian News Inc. or International. And uh, an Indian scientist, actually, this Indian scientist is working. He's a director of the, of the Cardiac Cell Biology Research Program at the University of Chicago. But he's still an Indian guy that's really one of the smart guys from over there. He's still over here talking about this stuff called Honokaiol, which comes from the magnolia plant yes the bark of the the magnolia magnolia tree tree. right and we talked about it last week there was a study that came out that said it was good for cancers you know yeah uh, it was kind of fighting against head head and neck cancer well this week the headlines is that it protects the heart from hypertrophy which is enlargement you know and a lot of times you do have enlargement of the heart 
and they're actually finding that it actually even helps that. I mean, that's pretty pretty incredible. Yeah, really. they actually showed that when, of course, they use little mice as usual, and yeah, when get, injected, volunteers. I in, guess. Yeah, they actually, you know, when injected into mice, it reduced the excess growth of the individual cardiac muscle cells. Mm-hmm. It decreased the ventricular wall thickness, mm-hmm. and it prevents the accumulation of fibrosis. Mm-hmm. And it helps the stiffening of the muscle cells. Um, of the heart, which is actually helps it contract. So right. you don't want it to get stiff. Right. That prevents that yeah. kind of thing. Right. And even, they even showed that it could actually help get rid of pre-existing cardiac hypertrophy. Yeah, now, so well, even now, people with, our, with already had a problem. Okay. What, what's, what, we need some sound effects here. Da-da-da-da-da. Okay. It's going to actually turn something around. Yeah. I mean, you know, to heck with this thing. We're just going to prevent it. Here's something that can actually turn it around. That's major. Right. And so, I mean, they have some pretty good, and I mean, even they talked about it, you know, you know, it helped with the CERT-3, which is a protective protein that even, right. I mean, not only does it help with hypertrophy of the heart, it mm-hmm. delays aging, it helps mm-hmm. stress resistance, and yeah. it helps metabolic regulation. Yeah, they're called sirtuins. Right. right. And we've used, I mean, we have a product. Cortisol Soothe that we've used it in for a long time to actually help with the stress mm-hmm. and stress resistance well, and lowering cortisol. And if you lower cortisol, you help a lot of problems, too, because that is the stress hormone. It is. And, and we, like say, that Cortisol Soothe, we've had it in there forever. And, and the thing about that, it does reduce the stress hormone. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Okay. That's, I mean, that's just a phenomenal thing. You know, it looks like, you know, more of us need more honokaiol, right? And actually, a lot of research is coming out about it. Because, yeah. like I said, just in the last two weeks, we've had two major here, studies. Yeah, I was going to say last week and this week, too. Okay. Well, we're coming up on a break here, folks. And we'll be right back, and we'll carry on with the rest of the show. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. 
You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're going to be talking in the show about you know something that's actually pretty common. It's called chronic fatigue syndrome and or fibromyalgia. It's another one, too. We've got two very chronic problems that affect a lot of folks, Janine. And they're very similar. They um, really are. They're, they, they basically, like they call them overlapping diseases because a lot of people that have fibromyalgia have chronic fatigue and a lot of people with chronic fatigue have fibromyalgia so you know there's a lot of times where you know those are actually if you look at what fibromyalgia means and what chronic fatigue means that's actually symptoms Mm -hmm. now it can be symptoms and i think everybody's a lot of people's come from different problems we don't think that, that that there's just one cause to these conditions and that's why they're so complex and why People, a lot of times, don't get better, but we always say, that's one of the things we wanted to stress tonight, if nothing else, is that there is help Mm -hmm. for these problems. It may not be one product. It may not be one thing. It may not be one lifestyle change, but it's a combination of things that you can actually do to actually help with these disabling conditions. Right. You know, let's emphasize that a little bit, Janine. I think, you know, that there's, you know, we like to stress that there's no magic bullets. I mean, there's no magic bullet for weight loss, you know, or nope. as we say, Oprah would have it, and guess what? Okay. Uh, and there's no magic bullet in a lot of cases for these chronic disorders like this either. It takes things, like you said, lifestyle changes. We're going to have to change our diet, our lifestyle, how we live. Uh, then we're going to have to do a lot of things, and we've got to try to find out what's wrong. You know, one of the things that we see is that folks come in, they've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue, and they're on antidepressants, and well, yeah. actually, they're on a host of drugs, host and of that's drugs, probably right. the biggest part of the problem. Right. Is the people that come in, we see they are on 10, 15 medications, and not one medication actually treats anything. A problem. No. Yeah, they have them on antidepressants, and they have them on um, pain pills, and nerve pills, and anti anxiety pills, and mm-hmm. I mean, muscle relaxers, and you name yeah, it. Yeah, they, they just keep adding medications because medicine. Allopathic medicine does not handle these conditions very well. Actually, chronic conditions, allopathic medicine, especially in America, does not handle it very well at all. Yeah. And, it really doesn't. And we're going to talk about that more mm-hmm. next week because the show is about the differences in alternative medicine and allopathic medicine. Uh, that's, but na- that's next that's, week. That's next yeah. week. Um, but you've got to get to the root of the problem. And a lot of research suggests that these syndromes – actually come from mitochondrial and even, you know, hypothalamic dysfunction in the brain, which Mm -hmm. controls a lot of things. Yeah, Um, it does. It controls all your hormones, your sleep, 
the autonomic control in the body, temperature, um, temperature energy mm-hmm. production, mm-hmm. all this is affected by the syndromes. And so you can't just look at one area. You have to look at the whole body. And it's got to be, and it could even be a minor little problem in each area right. that's actually altogether causing a major problem. You know, it could even be a latent virus like we talked we talk, about. Yes. At the now, there's of the show. no question that viruses have been linked. I think I even saw with chronic fatigue syndrome that 86% of people actually test positive for one of the groups of the um, MLV viruses. Yeah. And we talked about that a little bit last week, and only like 8 or 9% of the population that doesn't have these problems test positive for it. So it's much higher in the group that has chronic fatigue syndrome. Right. Um, but like we talked about before, is because some of these viruses mutate, it's not always the same virus, and they can't, it's hard to track, and they're hard to detect, and there's not a lot of labs doing the testing on viruses right now, especially those specific ones for chronic fatigue. Right. And then there's the group of scientists saying there's definitely what's causing it, and there's a group of scientists saying, no, it's not the cause at all. But they haven't come up with a very valid alternative either. So, you know, at this point, it, it, it kind of goes back to most of the information kind of points to some sort of chronic virus or maybe even a yeast or some, some of these, you know, parasite or something that's actually getting in there and starts this process. Yeah, and I think a few different, and almost every, one of the things that actually is always linked. Now, there's no doubt, you know, the pain syndromes, especially with the fibromyalgia. You have all the trigger point pain, the myofascial mm-hmm. pain, and, you know, that definitely. But almost everyone with chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia, although they're chronically fatigued and they're tired, they don't sleep well. That's true. And so sleep is really, really, really important. Yeah, I, you know, we, we probably deal with that one. I mean, we probably have more people just walk in looking for sleep more than probably almost as much or at least more than most things going I mean, that's one of the big things on people's minds because they know they're not sleeping well. And if you don't sleep well, you're not going to heal well. And if you don't heal heal well, then you actually have other problems. And then the other problems that you do have, like the chronic viruses flare up and the hormonal problems that you have and toxins that might be building up. And, you know, we, we definitely know that with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, a lot of times it's a stress that actually triggers it. Mm -hmm. And And that's why it makes sense that it is a virus. Right. Because that, that creates all those problems, you know, everything you said, you talked about, you know, the, the chronic problems that link back to that virus thing. Because that virus can interrupt your immune system, uh, it can disturb your sleep, you're fatigued and tired because your body's fighting something, it doesn't even know what it is, that kind of thing. So it's, it, it all goes back to that chronic thing. And a lot of times with some of these, with these conditions, mm-hmm. exercise actually Makes, it, makes worse. it a lot worse, right? Now you want to, in the end, after you start getting better, and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about some of that just in just a minute. When you, as you are getting better, you want to add some exercise because you do want to get those muscles moving but again. You but you can't overdo slowly. it. Exactly. Right. If you overdo it, it's actually going to make you worse. Yeah, I was talking to a, a, a gentleman earlier this week. Well, I guess that was yesterday. <laughs> That's earlier this yeah. week, right? It was Tuesday, right? Okay, so earlier this week, Tuesday uh, on Monday, we was talking to a fellow that, and he's been diagnosed with chronic fatigue and over a lot of work trying to find out what's wrong with him he's now found you know of course we we determined oh, i guess it's probably been six eight months nine months ago something like that maybe a year ago now he had a, a chronic recurring uh epstein bar right and it'll come and go and even though he doesn't have the symptoms 
of the typical Epstein-Barr or the mononucleosis, uh, he has these flare-ups of, of this chronic, chronic debilitating fatigue where he can't even get out of bed, you know. And it, if you, we caught him in a couple of those episodes and proved that it was, you know, the Epstein-Barr because we did the test on it. Mm-hmm. And he still has, even though he's much improved, he still has these things and he still can't tolerate much exercise. Yeah. Very little exercise. Like I said, the exercise has to come slow. Very slow. So we are going to talk about that. But, I mean, we always say the absolute first thing that you want to do is work on the sleep. Yeah. you got. If you don't sleep, you don't heal. Because, you know, most people don't realize it. During the day, our body doesn't heal. At night is when we sleep. That's when our body does the recuperative or healing phase of our of our life. Now, the problem is a lot of people go out and get sleeping pills. And mm. a lot of the sleeping pills don't let you get into the deep stages of sleep, which is where you actually repair. Right. Um, and so that's probably not the first step to do. No, it's not the best it's first not, step. It's not your sure. best step to do. Is You want to actually first do some, if you have to, do some of the natural remedies. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing you always want, to actually help sleep is to have a regular routine. Ah, that that's real important. You do. You, know? you can't go to in in you can't go to bed at like different hours every night. And wake up at different hours all the time. It just doesn't work well with people that have this problem. No, you go to bed at, at ten o'clock tonight, and then tomorrow night you stay up and watch. You know, Jay Leno's gone, but somebody like him, whoever took his place, and you know you're up till two o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, you're going to reap some really bad benefits. So the that. first thing to do is to get a regular sleep pattern. Right. Um, another thing is not doing anything too stressful right before you go to bed. Well, that's true. Don't you know, get worked up. Don't get, you know, that always <laughs> makes a difference too. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've actually shown that because of the circadian rhythms, um, which have about an hour and a half cycles, that we're, if once we get our rhythm set on a routine and we are routine enough to stay on that, uh, that cycle, our, our circadian rhythms start flowing with our routine. You disrupt that, you're disrupting those circadian rhythms, and that circadian rhythm has everything to do with how you heal and how you, how you function. Right. So that's definitely first. Now, there's a lot of things that you can take if that still is not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, melatonin. That Melatonin's is one great. that actually can definitely help the circadian rhythms. And at the same time, melatonin actually boosts your immune system. It's great antioxidant and we, as well. And we definitely know that these conditions actually have an immune component. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why the, the viruses and infections and candida and all that stuff can actually affect it because the immune system tends to be lowered in the people that have these problems. Right. And melatonin does help boost the immune system. So melatonin, you can go anywhere from one milligram to six milligrams to I take 10 six. milligrams. I, I mean, take six every night and a half for years. Some people right. go higher and you always start low and increase up if you have to. Um, another product that we use a lot is called Best Rest Formula or Tranquility. They're very Either similar. Two, right. But we have two different products. Tranquility is a little weaker. Mm-hmm. Best Rest is a little bit stronger in the valerian root, mm-hmm. but they are relaxants and so they do help you sleep. Now, also for sleep, you have to help with depression. And a lot of times that there's no doubt, I think every person that walks in with chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia tend to actually have depression also. Well, that is a depressing thing. Well, I think you're, you don't feel good. So even if you weren't depressed before, you're going to be now. <laughs> That's right. And 5-HTP is another good one for sleep. And it helps sleep a lot. As yeah. long as you're not on an antidepressant. Right. So that one is more about if you're not on an antidepressant already. And then you got to look at stuff like restless leg syndrome. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of the people that also have this condition. And that 
is different, different people. Mm-hmm. Um, your iron levels, and we're going to talk a lot tonight about keeping things at optimal levels, not just in range. Right. Um, your ferritin levels, which is your stored iron, mm-hmm. makes a huge difference in restless leg syndrome. That's and, one of the keys in restless leg And you don't want it to just be in range. You want to make sure it's at least over 60. Um, it's real important to keep that level high. And then you also, you know, magnesium. Magnesium plays a big role in that as well. Certainly does. So, you know, and you always have to look. If you have sleep apnea, you know, do something for the sleep apnea. But sleep is so important. You know, it's kind of amazing, though. You see a lot of people with, you know, mentioned sleep apnea. They're, they're diagnosed with sleep apnea, and they're overweight. And when they lose the weight, the sleep apnea goes right. away. So if you are overweight, that is another thing to, to actually try. try, and we're going to talk about diet changes here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But that makes a difference, too. Yeah. Okay, well, we're coming up on another break. And as soon as we get back from that break, we'll be more into the fibromyalgia. Talk about hormones. Right. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. Two very, very disturbing things that we deal with, too. Uh, one of the things that always comes up, now we've talked about sleep, we've talked about some things like restless leg and so on, and you know some blood work that you can do to find out if the uh, iron levels and ferritin levels are in good shape. That's a good idea. Something very important, though, is the hormonal effect, Jenny. Yeah, the hormones. I mean, hormones affect everybody, both mm-hmm. men and women. Mm-hmm. And actually, although these conditions are probably more common in women, they do happen in men as well. Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking about the sex hormones either. No, we're not talking about just sex hormones. We're talking about thyroid hormones, thyroid. adrenal mm-hmm. hormones, mm-hmm. Uh, and the sex hormones. Yeah, those two. Now, one thing we probably should stress right now is blood work. I think so. You have to have all this checked, and there are so many things to actually check if you have these conditions, and you don't want to just do parts of it. Mm-hmm. The body's a whole, so you have to get a whole look at what's going on. And it, like I talked about at the beginning, it may be actually a few things that aren't even out of range, but they're just not optimal. Well, you know, you know let me, let's talk about being out of range. Now, you know, when you look at your lab work, um, they use standard deviations to define it, Okay. By definition, okay, by the definition of how it's done, only the lowest 2.5% of the population is in the abnormal or what we call treatment range. Abnormal, 2.5%. So the other rest of us, you know, 93% is considered normal. That is baloney. Yeah, and it may not actually be normal for you. So, you know, we definitely say in the, in the, Hormones. Mm-hmm. You want extensive testing on the different areas. For thyroid, you don't want it just a TSH. Oh, no. You, you want TSH, you want T4, you want free T3, you want T3 uptake. And actually, a good idea if you have these conditions is to actually check for Hashimoto's, which is actually an autoimmune right. thyroid problem, which sometimes is hard to catch on lab work because it can go up and down. Right. And on those, you have to check your antibodies. All right. They actually estimate that something like 20% of the women over 60 have are positive TPO or thyroid peroxidase. Yeah, so 20% which, of the women yeah. over 60 have Hashimoto's. Right. And in, in turns, part of the time, probably do have hypothyroid. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that you do have to look at. Um, and like I said, we, you know, we already talked about looking at iron. You have to look at B12. You have mm-hmm. to look at, there's so many things to look at. And then your adrenals, there is no doubt. Boy, those are biggies. Adrenals play such a high role. Uh, high, I, I see a lot of people with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue have adrenal problems. Mm-hmm. And that is the adrenal glands is what responds to stress. And if you've had chronic or severe stress, that's actually key factors in Having an adrenal problem. Yeah. Uh, the, the two big things that we look for with the adrenal function, the two biggies, are the DHEA, which is the precursor to all your sex hormones. Right. And then, of course, the cortisol, which is that you know veritable stress hormone. And if that stress hormone is high, it know, causes a lot, causes of problems. a lot of problems. And when the DHEA is low, which is one of the things that we see a lot see in these conditions, it actually makes more pain. Yeah. And so it's a pain syndrome anyway. And then the DHEA is low, and you actually have more pain and joint pain and fatigue. Low DHEA causes fatigue. It sure does. And a lot of these people, and when it comes back to the thyroid, a lot of times it's not a T4 problem. A lot of times they have trouble converting T4 into T3. Yeah, well, and so now, it's, it, it's a T3 Tell them the difference problem. there. Now, T4 is not the active hormone. Right, T3 is. T3 is. Which right. is why we always check a free T3. Right. Um, and on these specific conditions, a lot of times you need higher dosing of the T3 as well. Well, you have to, you know, I mean, granted, lab work is, is kind of a guide, 
But then you have to take what the patient tells you as right. the rest of it. Okay, even if this patient says, well, you know, all my numbers are in range. Remember, only 2.5% fall out of range. But if you're in range and you still don't feel good, then maybe you're being in that, you're, maybe say you're low mid-range, you need to be maybe high mid-range right. before you feel good. And you you do use the lab work as a guide, it's but a guide. you also have to go by symptoms and what the patient's yeah, telling you. What so the patient tells you, right. That's kinda, and you have to treat the body as a whole. And that's why we said at the beginning, it takes more than one thing. You have to get all these, all these areas and all these glands and all these hormones optimal to actually help with this problem. Right. I mean, you really do. You can't just look at one part and, and one thing and say, oh, okay, this is it. It's, it's complicated. Yeah. And like I say, they have to look at the whole body. And I, I, I would say probably most of the people, at least 90% of the people with chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, we do use a natural T3 on. So I do, we do find yeah. when we do lab work that we need that natural T3. So if you've been told over and over again that your thyroid's fine, we may not think the same thing when we look at the lab work. So another reason to get another opinion for one. Um, adrenal, right. the adrenal problems. Now, there's a lot of, you know, thyroid problems. We definitely, you know, there's things that you can do for that. But the adrenal mm-hmm. problems, depending on whether it's high or low, um, we see both. We, we really do. But I, I'd say probably we see more high cortisol than we do low cortisol on average. But you can see both. You can see both, right. And it depends on, we use different things. That's why it's important to check it because I always tell people that, you have If you go the wrong way with it, you're going to make them worse. So you have to know, is it too high or too low? And sometimes the symptoms can be very similar because fatigue is in yeah. both of them. I was going to say, that's, so that's actually usually one of the misconceptions fatigue, right yeah. there. Yeah. And now, you know, people that actually tend to have low adrenals tend to also be weak. And now a lot of people with the low adrenals tend to be a, more of a tired fatigue to where the people with the high cortisol tend to be an anxious fatigue. They're fatigued. They're fatigued, but, but they, they're, claim, but they, they have always, more anxiety with I, it. They, they say that they're tired and jittery. Yes. That's, so, that's the common description. I'm tired and jittery, you know, and that's not good. But you still have to check it. I always say, because every once in a while I find a person that I'll swear it's one way, and then yeah. when we check it, it's, it, it is off, but it's the opposite it's way. Opposite of what you thought, so right? So a lot of times, and even the, the adrenals play a big role in hunger Mm-hmm. And, you know, people with different sugar cravings and sugar actually makes adrenals worse. Yeah, too much sugar. Yeah. So, and that's who doesn't eat too, most people eat too much sugar nowadays. Oh, nowadays. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, and you got to have those basic vitamins to get, you know, keep those adrenals functioning. You know, your B vitamins, vitamin C, um, you know, things like that. Some and then panathenic acid is a good support. Acids, really, yeah. And then we have the adrenal glandulars for the ones when we need to increase it. Right. And, you know, that ha- and then it, it, the one we use tends to have licorice root and ginsengs and things like that to where we also have the cortisol soothe that we talked about earlier that actually lowers the adrenals and actually makes you adapt to stress better. Right. So it just really depends on which way it is on what you need to take. You know, and another one, though, we talked about cortisol so much but the other thing of that other side of that thing is that dhea and you know i was talking to a fellow today and his dhea was extraordinarily low and he, he said uh how come they've never checked that i said well they just routinely don't check that i mean you complained of fatigue so they checked your iron and you know you're not anemic so okay that's it and we had done the, the work on him and checked the cortisol his cortisol was fine uh, in range i mean right where it should be kind of mid-range but his DHEA was off the chart low. 
Yeah. And he was complaining of fatigue to the point where he couldn't hardly move. Well, DHEA will make extreme fatigue. It I mean, sure that's will. what we hear from everybody. And a lot of times, just DHEA alone can actually help. And it's a very inexpensive very. Um, hormone to take, but you don't want to just take a bunch of it because it's inexpensive. Um, <laughs> yeah, just because it's cheap. Let's exactly. Take a bunch, right? we, we, we try to keep people, what I always tell people is, if you look at the ranges, the range changes with your age. And when we do lab work, the lab actually adjusts the range for your age. You don't want to be on the bottom of that range for your age. No. Because you're compared to other people of your same age group, you want to be on the higher end for your right. age. And so we try to keep the DHEA levels at the higher end for your age. We don't necessarily want you to be like a 20-year-old if you're 70, but you do want to be on the higher end for your age, which is going to be different for different people. Right. So that's one that's very easily, you know, give, I mean, it's, it's easy to take, it's very inexpensive, and it's very important and it makes a huge difference in the way you feel. And, and it's going to drive the other hormones, the sex hormones. It is. Hormones, it is actually a precursor, female. especially, you know, to testosterone. Right. And But then testosterone turns to estrogen. Right. So you It'll actually have both, a, yeah, you, you can. Yeah. And, and, and if you start looking, the sex hormones make a difference also in fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we didn't get to tonight is about, you know, low testosterone in, in the news segment, mm-hmm. you know, low testosterone making depression and fatigue because mm-hmm. it does. And so you always want to keep those, you know, levels up. We see some women now, you know, after menopause, it's normal to have lower estrogen, but we'll see some women that it's less than five. They have none. They have none, right. And if you have none, you are going to have more problems. And there's even things, if you don't want to take hormones, that you can actually boost your own production of even a little bit. You're not going to be back to where you were when you were a teenager, but it is going to help. That's true. You know, there's a lot of things we use, like maca is one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maca, if you take a little bit of this, maybe you need to, if your DHEA is on the low side, a little bit of DHEA, some maca, and then we had a whole show about DIM, didn't we? Yeah, and DIM is another one that I've seen a lot of people with the chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia help. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think it actually helps the pathways of the hormones, which can definitely be beneficial. I think that's a really big one, really, for the for the chronic fatigue and, and fibromyalgia both. Uh, we see some pretty pretty good improvement with DIM by itself sometimes. Now, the, um, the immune function in infections is one that we need to get to because, you know, that, that alone we think is, is a problem. Now, really, mo- a lot of people with these problems have candida. Oh, whew. And I'd say so, and to me, the things that we use for candida and viruses are very similar a lot of times. And so, one that we always use is olive leaf extract. Yes. It's the olive ear. Mm-hmm. And always a probiotic. Well, yeah, I mean, always because it helps the immune system. It actually helps with chronic, you know, keeping the immune system strong. It actually helps with candida, mm-hmm. and then definitely diet changes. There's no doubt about it that you know the diet changes will, will be big for anybody, especially with something like this. You know, if you've been you know contaminating yourself with bad food for years and years and years, uh, you're going to have to change because you finally your body's reached its limitations of what it can deal with is that bad food. Yeah, we've even talked about the glyphosate and mm-hmm. the actual contamination, you know, why eat organic. And so definitely, if somebody has chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, we definitely recommend eating organic. No doubt about it. All right, we're coming up on another break. Uh, we'll be right back in a few with uh, the rest of the story about the uh, chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. Your life, your health, your network. 
You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking tonight about chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about a lot of the things that we need to do you know, to find out what it is. The blood work is real important in that, Janine. It is. Uh, it really is. That's one of the first things that we always talk about. Like I said, and because the, and we were talking about, you know, the candida and mm-hmm. yeast infections. And because people are immunosuppressed that tend to have these problems, you really want to look at that area and do a lot for it. Yeah. And, you know, it even goes back to the dysbiosis in the gut. Uh, you know, you start with that. You start with the gut. The lifestyle changes. The dietary changes. And then other things that we do that will fix that uh, immune system, get it working better. Right. Get it responding like it should. And like I said, when we talk about diet changes, if you've listened to us before, you know it's more about getting off, you know, eating organic, getting off of grains, mm-hmm. you know, getting off of sugar, mm-hmm. doing real food, not packaged processed oh, food. Yes. So, real you know, food yeah, exactly. Again, a real right. food diet. So that's the kind of diet, when we say yeah. dietary changes, that's what we're talking about. Right. Now, okay, other than that, okay, what else can people with chronic fatigue do? Well, I think, you know, one of the first things, you know, of course, if we see something on lab work, if they're low in B12 or if they're low in vitamin D, 
we address that. We oh, fix always. That. You know, so, you always address everything that comes up on the lab right. work. That's See, the first step. The right choice of a good multivitamin is probably the first thing that we start with. Right, and it depends on really the lab work on which one's best for you. Which one's best, right. If you do have some insulin resistance, we actually have a new multi-out mm-hmm. called Megavites Lean that's a real mm-hmm. high-powered multivitamin that even has a lot of your antioxidants in it and things to actually help with metabolism. It helps with sugar handling. Right. Sugar handling. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing that's for muscle, say that, okay, we, mm. we, we do everything on the lab work, but yet you still have some of that muscle pain. Um, there is something called D-ribose, and we have a product called RiboFuel, right. which actually helps with the mitochondrial energy to the muscles. Yeah, see, the mitochondria is that little powerhouse of, the, of every cell. Every cell in your body has got a little mitochondria in it, and that's, how, that's actually what makes the fuel or, or function of that cell. That mitochondria. And you have to get the, and, and another thing that affects the mitochondria of the cell also is CoQ10. Mm-hmm. And the one we like to use for the people with fibromyalgia is actually our CoQ10. It's a 300 milligram CoQ10 with DMG. Right. And dimethylglycine works on the immune system and it also right. increases the oxygen carrying capability. Which is good too. Which is good for the mm-hmm. muscles. And so again, you've got to support those muscles in most of these problems. Right. But even in our uh, ribofuel, we have some CoQ10, the D-ribose. We, we have DMG. Right. Yeah, we, we have, have a little bit of right. carnitine, right. which is another one for the muscles. Yeah. Um, so, so the ribofuel is a really good overall thing for the muscles. Anything, Any kind of muscle, and that even includes the heart. Yeah. Yeah, we use and, a lot I mean, of that. Vitamin D, which mm-hmm. we've talked about. You we've definitely want to fix that. vitamin D. There's even an, an article that came, you know, there, there's been multiple studies that have come out. Right. And one that was just out last year was talking about the importance of reducing pain in the fibromyalgia sufferers with vitamin D supplementation. As a matter of fact, I think we talked about that in the news when it came out. Uh, probably. Yeah, because but, there's even people yeah. that's written articles and say, is it fibromyalgia or is it just a vitamin D deficiency? Yeah. That vitamin D deficiencies can actually mimic these problems. Yeah, th- that actually came out in a journal called Pain. Yeah, so it's yeah. one of the first things to rule out as a severe vitamin D deficiency. And yeah. so that's one that we always want to do. Um, and, you know, speaking of pain, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of, you know, other things that you can do for pain. You know, there's not just pain pills and Neurotin and Lyrica and all those medications that have so many side effects. Right. There's actually natural things that actually do work. For pain. You know, we have that, uh, and we've talked about it yeah, kind of briefly, I guess, in, on other shows. It's called inosin. It's an amino acid that tremendously helps nerve pain. It actually is a nerve growth factor. Oh, that's what they call it. And yeah. it does help with nerve pain. So mm-hmm. actually, it's one that you can do and help with nerve pain. Mm-hmm. And then we use a product called Pain Relief, which is a combination of your curcumins and boswellia and phenylalanine and white willow bark. And, you know, all those, there's a lot of natural anti-inflammatories and natural, you know, things for pain in, you know, in natural medicine. And even the omega-3 fish oil. Yeah, omega-3s are very important. Great antioxidants. Great anti-inflammatory, good antioxidants, helps with many things, helps Mm -hmm. with the depression, helps with... All that, too. And not everybody needs every product that we're talking about. Oh, no, no, It's no, just no. that's why we like people to do the lab work, and we can work individually with each person. But we do want to tell you all some of the things that are available to help with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. Mm-hmm. And they really do, they do work. They, they truly, truly do. And We've with fibromyalgia and, and chronic fatigue, I always say a lot of times, you know, I hate to say this, but some people don't act like they want to get better. <laughs> and well, I always too. say the number one thing is you have to want to get better. Yeah. Uh, if you like laying on the couch, not having to do anything and not having to go to work and not have, then, you know. Maybe it's for you. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you want to get better, I think you can. And, and you know, and I, I think one of the downsides back, you know, kind of talking about allopathic versus natural medicine or functional medicine like we do, allopathic medicine tends to, once they put you in that box with chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia, uh, they tend to almost paint you into that corner where you can't get out. Right, and then they, they tell you that you're not going to get better. Right. And then they tell you that you're going to be on all these drugs that treat nothing, that do nothing but I find in most people makes them worse. Oh, um, yeah. And so they don't get better. No, they really don't. And they don't think that they can get better. So that's the one thing we want to get you know, across tonight, if anybody's listening and knows somebody with chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia or has it themselves, is there are things that can make you better. And, and I think, the, you know, Janine, usually we recommend the first step is let's get in there and do that blood work. First, first step is blood work. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's even some basic things you can do. I mean, your well-being and your your mindset play a big role, too, in getting better. Right. Um, and getting sunlight, that doesn't Ooh. cost a thing. Yeah. Um, get outside. There are so many chemicals that are made by sun. Don't wear sunglasses when you're trying to get the serotonin from it. There's, there's a lot of things you can do that doesn't cost anything to actually get on the road to recovery. You know, a lot of times you and I tell people, okay, here's your, your deal. You, this is what you have to do. We have to change your diet, blah, 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 blah. And you have to spend at least 30 minutes outside every day. Yeah. Outside, and preferably in the sun. Right, in the sun with no sunglasses right. and no sunscreen right. because that stops a lot of production, a lot of the chemicals that you does. that you do need. People look at us kind of funny when we tell them that. Yeah, we're. But I mean, it's, it's true, works. and people always come back and say, I feel better when I do it. Sure. And they do. And so the first thing is getting, getting your mind in the right place mm-hmm. to say, I want to get better. Yeah, it, it, I think Henry Ford said it best. If you say you can or if you say you can't, you're right. Yeah, doesn't matter. That's yeah. right, and, and it's true. But that is that's the thing that I always tell everybody. And we we we've helped people with these two conditions over the years, and many 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 of them, mm-hmm. um, not just one or two. Oh no! And we see you see it a lot, and unfortunately, it's actually growing. The amount of people that's getting it, because I do think that the chronic viruses are growing, and the stress and the sh- is making things worse. There's no there's no doubt that that the amount of stress, like say when we talked about doing the lab work and seeing the cortisol. I'd say probably eight out of ten of the people that we check cortisol levels on, it's extremely high compared to where it should be. Uh, it's rare to see one nowadays that's low, unless the adrenals have just kind of com- went kaput. And sometimes yeah. that long-term stress will find, they will finally, they will after overworking yeah. for a long period of time, they will go kaput. Yeah, they will go kaput, and then you're in trouble. And I think that, like, you know, the chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia is the body's way of going kaput after it's put up with so much over so long. Actually, yeah. That's and having a lot, a lot of minor problems that might build up and then become a major problem. That's true. You know, so, you know, I think, again, back to what do you do? All right, start with the blood work, mm-hmm. and then you start fixing things. We change our diet, our lifestyle. We get the right mindset. We can do it, okay? And if you need some help, we'll give you a helping hand in that respect. Uh, but you, you get your mindset right, get your diet right. And then do it in a nutritional program that's right for you, for you. and your lab work. Right. Because um, everybody is a little different, and I think even those these conditions, everybody's lumped together in certain groups. They're all a little bit different. Everybody's is a little different that comes in. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, of course, you and I stress the lab work so much because, you know, after doing this for 20-some years, we've seen that, the effects of, you know, if you do lab work on 100 different people, you're going to get 100 different presentations. 
and you're going to have to do something different on all 100 of them. There are no two of them typically. And your basic exactly lab thing. work is not enough to show it. No, typically never. The, the basic just the CDC, healthy you, yeah, the healthy you that, that gets done at your yeah. doctor's office is not usually enough to give you adequate information to make no, yourself that's better. Not. Okay, well, hopefully everybody's got a little something tonight to kind of help guide them out of this uh, chronic fatigue and uh, fibromyalgia thing. If you've got any questions or anything, just give us a, a shout there at our email. Uh, call us uh, at 1-800-824-0194. Call and we'll talk to you. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about is this alternative medicine the right thing for you? Right. And what's the difference in the alternative medicine and allopathic medicine? That's right. We're going to be showing you those differences. So join us next week for that. that that's probably going to be a pretty good show, Jenny. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it. Hope you did. Good night. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.